0: Hi, I'm Jason, and this is another episode of Rewind and Review. As always, I'm joined by the one guy who can take mm-hmm. a sunrise and sprinkle it do. <laughs> my Rewind and Review co-host, The Candyman, or Rob. Hello.
1: Yes, his name is Rob. In this episode, we are doing
0: our furthest
1: Rewind yet. That's right. Rewind and Review is the podcast where we have a look at an existing property from the past, delve into its legacy, discuss how it's held up over time, um, and even give our own personal experiences. Did we watch it as a kid or sometime later in our lives? If you tell me you only just watched this movie for the first time, I will slap you. <laughs> All right. I don't think anybody, but anyway, uh, continue. This movie is
0: based on a book which celebrates its 55th anniversary this year um, being published in 1964. Like we always say, we always find
1: an excuse. That's right. Um, Nobody ever goes in, nobody ever comes out, but we can always rewind. So please rewind with us to the year 1971. We have to go back!
0: Go back, Sam!
1: What year is it?
0: Are you telling me you built a time machine?
1: 1971, just seven years after the Roald Dahl novel Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, we got an adaption directed by Mel Stewart, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Dahl was credited with writing the film's screenplay, however
0: uncredited rework was done against his wishes um, by some guy named David
1: Seltzer. God, David.
0: <laughs> Damn you, Dave. These changes and other decisions made
1: by director Mel Stewart led Dahl to disown the film. Uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory tells the story of Charlie Bucket, played by Peter Ostrom, as he finds the Golden Ticket and visits Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory with four other children from around the world. The title character, uh, Willy Wonka, is played by Gene Wilder. Um, and he is an eccentric and mysterious recluse who resides in his factory in order to keep his Wonka-branded recipes a secret.
0: So full spoiler warning, of course, before we proceed... Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is a family fantasy comedy film with musical numbers throughout. Producer David L. Whopper um, was in the midst of talks with the Quaker Oats Company regarding a new range of candy bars from its Chicago-based Breaker Confections subsidiary, uh, which would eventually be renamed the Willy Wonka Candy Company and sold to Nestle. When director Mel Stewart showed in the book, Walper persuaded the company to buy the rights to the book and finance the movie for the purpose of promoting a new Quaker Oats Wonka Bar. Mm. In 1970, filming began in Munich, Bavaria, in West Germany. And I guess the rest, the rest is history. history. That's there it. We have definitely watched this movie. Yeah. I mean, who has not watched this movie? I don't know. You have definitely seen it? <laughs> I have seen, this movie. I have seen um, this movie. It's one of those ones where I don't remember the first time I watched it. Cause, uh, it's too long ago. Yeah. You would watch as a kid. Like, as, yeah, a, as, like, a, as an
1: infant. Yeah, probably know. as a
0: baby it was on, you know. They were playing it whilst I was in my crib. Um, probably. Yeah, as in the bed, not my house.
1: Not my house. mum's my like chowing uh, down we, on a monkey <laughs> bar or something. Was,
0: this was one of the, the few movies we had recorded off um, the old television on the little VHS tape. So you know, Oh, right. With yeah. ads and all. And yeah, so it was one that, you know, me uh, and I guess I and, my, and my sister as well, we would just pop in like all the time and just uh-huh. watch. All oh, always constantly watched it in school. Yeah, watched it in home at home like again and again
1: and again. Well, okay. Well, I've only seen this movie a handful of times. I have to admit. Please don't say two. I honestly would only be about four or five at the most. So that's fine. I know it. No, it's excessive. I know it, but I've got to say, um, I didn't actually understand. Probably like since the last time I've seen it. I've obviously, so I watched this this morning. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, done in, in, in order in order to uh, prepare for this one. But I hadn't seen it for probably fifteen years, twenty years. Yeah, something something crazy. I didn't actually realise how um, tongue in cheek and like nuanced Gene Wilder's performance mm-hmm. and lines are, and we'll obviously talk about all of that. But it's very witty and very, very clever. The the, the whole movie there's, you know, like I used to
0: think the first half of the movie was, you know, boring. Like, let's just get to the chocolate factory, you know? Like, I just want to, let's get the fun stuff happening. And you watch it now and it's just like, this movie is really funny. Like, there's a lot (laughs) of really weird, you know, like, that's that's the good thing about doing these these episodes, you know, like with a uh,
1: retrospective uh, view. Yeah. Things have, things have changed. Things have changed. We <laughs> became adults. And now we're looking at it, this in a new light. All right, legacy. Let's talk a few things. Uh, budget. This had a $3 million budget and it had a box office of $4 million. Well done. Profit. Uh, profit. <laughs> what you would say is not a very big success. Um, what was it? The 53rd highest grossing film of that year in the US. Yes,
0: yeah, so it didn't do well like initially in theatres and you know maybe it was down to how they promoted the film you and know yet, how they are
1: trying to sell it its legacy will indicate that it is probably one of the most well known movies of all time but but one yeah.
0: one guy got it right um, dear old Roger Ebert who we've mentioned before you know I'm in the critic world he gave the film a perfect 4 out of 4 stars yeah they did it um, and he describes it as probably the best film of its sort since The Wizard of Oz yep. so obviously in the realm of um, family adventure films yeah. with the music, with musical numbers and stuff like that. Of oh, course, cool. yeah,
1: that fits perfectly. Can I just say, I forgot that this was a musical until I watched this. We, what? <laughs> yeah. Does the did the music not resonate with you? Oh, the Palompa songs, but I don't remember the other songs. Wow. Anyway, continue. It's um, as if you
0: watched it for the first
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so. Yeah, there was a bit of praise. Uh, Los Angeles Times praised the film, uh, lively and enjoyable, uh, even though the songs were uh, instantly forgettable.
0: Well, I suppose you're proof I of that, be- Matt. I guess. I bet. Yeah, there
1: you
0: go. When they when I wrote this quote down for us to mention, yeah. I was gonna come in and be like, "This guy, what was he thinking? Like these songs." <laughs> Stand the test of time.
1: No, 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 no. What? I don't remember the mum singing a bloody song. I don't remember Joe singing a song. I don't remember... I don't even remember Veruca Saul singing a song. You don't remember I've Got a Golden Freaking Ticket no. and the Candyman song. I remember. I remember the old man, Joe... Getting up, like as in the ticket, was his motivation to become n- no longer become bedridden and then dancing and doing little you know, heel clips. And Maybe stuff. you watch like the the non musical cut or something. There is no exist? such thing. There's is no such thing. Maybe, but anyway. So I don't. Like, <laughs> only songs I remember are the different iterations of the Oompa Loompa song. Outrageous, all of them.
0: Well, in 1972, the film received an Academy Award nomination for Best Original Score. As it should have. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was good. No, the score was. great. You remember the score? Well,
1: after today's film, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, um, and Gene Wilder was nominated for a Golden Globe as Best Actor in a Musical <laughs> or Comedy. Jeez, he should have won. Um, both nominations lost to Fiddler on the Roof.
1: Uh, we should review that one. Maybe. I yeah. reckon that'll be a riveting episode, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, so uh, the film rights transferred to Warner Brothers in 1977 um, when the company purchased uh, Walper Pictures, Walper Pictures, um, LPD, um, and Quacker Oats sold
0: its share of the film. Well, during the mid 1980s the movie had experienced a spike in popularity due to repeated television broadcasts and home video sales. So now that the every man could my birth here, the every man birth, could, birth <laughs> could just watch it on the telly. Yeah. People were loving it. Um and I suppose that's you know that probably continued through in the 90s where you yeah. know, same thing happened uh,
1: to me um there was a theatrical theatrical sorry re-release in 96 and a dvd release in 97 um all remastered etc etc um and yeah there was oh sorry there was remastered versions for the 30th as well um and a 40th edition so it's what it's done is it's kind of seen a repeat through people's libraries and then yeah almost like
0: Okay. Almost like a Disney movie, how you know they, they kind of put them in the vault and re-release them for every a, ten years. Yeah, for a new so. lot of kids. Yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, but movies
1: always doing special editions and marking those anniversaries. Yeah. Um, Entertainment Weekly ranked it twenty uh, fifth in the top fifty cult movies. Of all time in 2003. Since acquiring the Willy Wonka Candy Company brand in 1988,
0: Nestle sold lollies and chocolate under the Willy Wonka brand name yeah. all over the world. In mid-2015, the Willy Wonka brand name was dropped by Nestle and candies previously made by the Willy Wonka brand are now just released under the Nestle brand, excluding the, the
1: Wonka brand name on the top left corner. There, yeah, right. So there was... and. Everyone's aware of this, um, and I've seen it. I'm sure everyone else has. Um, there was a, an adaption in 2005 directed by Tim Burton, starring Johnny Depp as Willy Wonka um, and Freddie Highmore as Charlie Bucket. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Very so original naming. So this one kept the,
0: the name as the yeah. book. where, of course, we know this one changed it, um, which I think and is interesting because... Terribly. That uh, that's, that Johnny Depp movie focuses on Willy Wonka more, yeah. whereas this movie here focuses on Charlie more, which yeah. is strange that they... Flipped it. Anyway, what's your thoughts on that I hate, movie? I hate, I hate the two thousand five one. Correct answer. Um, there was an animated <laughs> adaptation um, in two thousand seventeen um, of the film of this film specifically um, right. with Tom and Jerry, um, which was released. Oh yeah, um, it was, it was yeah. called Tom and Jerry, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Very creative name. It starred J.P. <laughs> Kaliak as Willy Wonka, as the voice of Willy Wonka. Um, it's actually dedicated to Gene Walder, who died, um, I think... 2016, was it? Yeah, just the year before. Um, that's fun. You can find it on Netflix if you're interested in it. Um, they use, like, same musical cues and stuff like that. It's really... Oh, right. It's actually quite creative how they... Spun it
1: all together. I haven't seen it. I would love to, though. Check um, it out. So, in late 2018, Netflix revealed um, they'd be developing an animated series event based on Roald Dahl's books. It's lots of source material there. Really good <laughs> stuff. Um, which would include um, a television series based on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
0: So, hopefully we get a, a, a another good Interpretation. Oh, well, I'm, I'm kind of happy with what we got. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but I'm always up for more. What's its rating? Um, So, Rotten Tomatoes currently at the moment, 91% for Hurrah. this movie. So, nice. I think I think there's a consensus out there. I think if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a pretty high you get it, yeah.
1: feeling towards this movie. And probably a negative one to the Johnny Depp 2005. Version. No, well,
0: not necessarily. I mean, there's. Some things to take from it, but um, yes, you should you should like this movie and not that one. But um, to each their own. Indeed. Okay, so we'll get into the the nitty gritty of the of the review. Um, let's start with character. Stuff. I want to I want to say let's start with the title character, but we won't. Let's start with Charlie Bucket, yeah. who is at least the title character of the book. Now, yep. of course, the name changed. So the book is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and this movie was changed to Willy Wonka.
1: Yes. At the Chocolate
0: Factory. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But of course, Charlie
1: is the main character, in yeah. my opinion, anyway. Right. Played by Peter Ostrom, who actually made no other films and later became a veterinarian. That's a little known fact, I don't think. I think people don't realise that this, he kind of did this and moved on. He disappeared. He yeah. Um. He just, I mean... He, he has he, appeared at a couple of conventions, though, which is interesting. Oh,
0: sure. So he's still, you know, doing things and, and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, he's... They did like a little reunion, I think, on one of the talk shows or something in America. Um, You know, where the cast got together and they asked a few questions and stuff. But yeah, I guess he, you know, had dabbled in the the role of movie making
1: and then was like, nah, not for me. I'm going to become a vet. Do you know how old he was? How Uh, old do you think he was? He's probably 11, 12 at the most. Probably a little bit old.
0: Maybe maybe 14? You reckon? (laughs) I don't know his voice is pretty squeaky. It is very yeah,
1: squeaky. But then again, ours is pretty squeaky sometimes too. So. Yeah.
0: What are you talking oh.
1: about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, anyway, that's a inconsequential question. <laughs> um Mr. Peter Ostrom's portrayal was fantastic. I I thought I thought he he was a bit vulnerable, a bit um a bit childish in the way of like kind of wanting something you know he's one in five billion children but he's still kind of expected a little bit but that's what young people is that not like do you not
0: blame his family for that i mean he's told numerous times joe's problem joe's uh, fault i mean yeah half his family do say like oh don't get his hopes up and stuff like that but like he's directly told you know like he the winner. He can win it because he wants it more than anyone else. Yeah. It's like no, that is not how, how the world, world works. works. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, on one hand, it's like yeah, he's vulnerable. Like he, he he does have like a mature. So you know, like he's sacrificing part of his wage to yeah. you know, treat his you know family members. Your grandpa Joe buys him his tobacco stuff like that. Gets everybody that's nice great. loaf
1: of bread, which oh, is a banquet. Banquet. Oh gosh. When a when a, when a loaf of bread. Uh, It looks like a banquet. I tell you what, I thought it was really a nice little touching moment so that that bread thing happens. Like He's quite mature for, you know, obviously the situation he's in, he's he's quite mature
0: for his age. So, you know, he's a likeable character. We like him, we want to root for him. We want him to win that golden ticket and you know go to the factory and all that. But at the same time, we're like, he has no chance. Yeah. Like, you know, his teacher literally says, like, two. Like, he he bought two chocolate bars out of, Mm. you know, potentially if there was a million Wonka bars in the world. There was much He couldn't even work out that math, which actually isn't that hard. It's like zero point zero zero two or something. Yeah. But it's like like, what a stupid teacher. Anyway. That teacher was great though. (laughs) Yeah. So funny.
1: But he has no like he really had no chance. Well then you got you got like Veruca Salt's dad just constantly filling a warehouse (laughs) full of them with (laughs) with workers just opening them. So when you're competing against something like that. Well, do you reckon the golden tickets were planted
0: specifically to target certain kids? Yeah, I do.
1: Uh, do you want to talk about later? Or? Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll come bring back. It to up, it when, bring it up. Bring it yeah, up. Yeah, we're talking bring about. All the I've, kids. Got to, I've got a re- theory for that.
0: Well, let's let's stick with the Bucket family. Then we've yeah. got Mrs. Bucket, his mum. <laughs> uh, in the book, he has two parents. Um, most right. people do have two parents, at least you know, initially, in most circumstances. Um, no Mr. Bucket to be found. No reference of him. Yeah, like that. But in the book, um, and I guess in the in the two thousand and five movie as well, he yeah. is—he exists
1: and he's—he works in a toothpaste factory. Nice, but nothing like that in this movie. It's like the complete opposite <laughs> of like the, the ethos behind um, Willy Wonka because he's like works in a candy factory. If <laughs> you think of it like well, that, yeah, well that too. That little dichotomy there. That's the joke. Get <laughs> on your Rod Um Who else? Then we got Grandpa Joe. Uh, he is played by Jack Albertson. He's responsible for that song got a golden ticket which I don't which I didn't remember you only really heard today. for the first time uh, this morning yeah it? it's a great song
0: um, so Jack Owl he's, he's a legend in, in, in Hollywood I don't know if yeah. you're familiar with like a lot of movies around like the 60s and 70s and stuff mm. he's a big name in like the Poseidon Adventure it's like the main one that comes yeah. to me he's in yeah. a lot of stuff uh, the titles are slipping yeah my mind but yeah, he was in a, a lot of stuff but this I think this is the one that Mm-hmm. At least our generation knows yeah. him from anywhere like he's grandpa Joe.
1: He actually this will sound funny to some people. He actually reminds me of my dad. Just oh, the facial yeah, okay. expressions and okay. stuff there. Just um, And he's got the, the moustache, you know, but it's not just that it's just his mannerisms and kind of yeah. Yeah, anyway. Well I, I enjoy so ultimately I enjoyed <laughs> <laughs> that character. Watching my dad sing and dance about golden well tickets. Done. Yeah, well, well, well let's well, talk about those two songs
0: whilst we've got these two characters. We've got um the golden ticket song from, with um with Grandpa Joe, like that is at least I thought I was coming into this being like you know this is a it's an iconic song it's it's like it's like the song of the movie it's the one that no, sort no. of it like runs through the the, the main score
1: no Gene Wilder's song the, like
0: the score goes like but um yeah maybe you're wrong <laughs> maybe you're wrong um there is the the other song sung by Mrs Bucket the Cheer Up Charlie song yeah. It's a nice song. I mean, it's a fine song. I didn't fast forward it when oh, I watched it this time. But when wow. I was a kid, yeah, I would always fast forward through it. I'm sorry, Diana Soul. <laughs> 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 um, she's not even singing, actually. Yeah, it's um, I just realised It's, it's dubbed by um, a lady called Diana Girl Lee. Lee. <laughs> we should mention, though, um, the original score and all songs were actually composed by Leslie... Bracuse and Anthony Newley with musical direction by Walter
1: Shaw. Um The Candy Shop. We've got the candy uh the candy man. He yeah, so, sings the song. The candy man. So the
0: movie the movie opens, we sort of get introduced to Charlie, but like we're introduced in a unique way where we get to see all these kids enjoying which I, I view this this scene in this candy shop as yeah. like basically not like a loose light, like, but just like Charlie's perception of just yeah. the wonder that that comes to having money and going into a candy shop, because yeah. like, like the candy man is literally just throwing candy at yeah. everyone. But Charlie
1: obviously is involved in that because he's he's poor; he can't afford to yeah. go in there. So. Tell you what, though, like the kids this, are paying this guy. Like, well, you don't see them pay. The only person you see pay is Charlie, and even then, this candy man just lets the people eat the product before they even. Like I said, I like, think it's
0: I think it is supposed to be taken from Charlie's point of view. Like he's right. seeing this magical. Event unfold. Yeah, but realistically, these kids are just coming in, paying, and
1: having candies and stuff, and having a really good time. And I can appreciate that because Charlie is looking through the window from that for the whole the whole opening scene. Of the Candyman song, song. He's looking through, mm. and then you see it's kind of your introduction to him. Is you see, it focuses on here his, his face in the window and just, just establishes that it. it's like, ah, oh, he's poor,
0: he has no money, can't
1: get involved. But yeah, Aubrey Woods, the
0: Candyman, the the Candyman song. There was actually a. A recorded version of it yeah. actually released in the real world by Sammy Davis Jr. Mm. With the same name apparently became very popular, but um, I haven't even heard it, and I didn't even go to the effort of looking it up.
1: Yeah, it's the Candy Man. I'm assuming it's the it's same candy song. Can yeah yeah. <laughs> I know that's I've, I've heard that. song but it's before.
0: been it's been so. parodied. They did it in the in the Simpsons with Homer Sigs the the Garbage Man. The Garbage Ken. Man can yeah it becomes a Garbage Man and he like revolutionizes the whole. Yeah. Oh, you know uh, me, always Simpsons kind of yeah, that's, yeah.
1: that's it. Uh, all right, well let's let's move on. So
0: tone and genre, the movie, like we mentioned earlier, yeah, we didn't realize how we didn't realize how funny <laughs> this, this movie really, is. Yeah. Like the comedy, we've got we've got comedy, we've also got like a little bit of horror <laughs> thrown in there as well as
1: like yeah, there is. This too. movie is pretty scary. For so, kids, so yeah.
0: like the the movie plays the competition as.
1: This out a global, of this crazy yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like a phenomenon. Like, yeah. nothing like this has ever happened. The world goes nuts. It is incredibly entertaining just to watch that. It's in the first act and you see the fever pitch just reach a, a new, like, a crazy yeah, level. Nuts. All about five golden tickets. Like I said, like, the first half of this movie I used to, you know,
0: watch it, but it just sort of be like, oh, let's get on with, it. let's get mm. to the factory. And then as I got older and uh, you know, rewatched it and stuff like that, it was like, Wow, oh, this is great. really funny. I, know, I discovered this a few years ago, and I watched it again, and I was like, "Wow, there's so many." It's like do they just get like these random comedians to come on and just like put on a skit. It's like and that's they, what it feels like. Like they're just little skits, like just slipped in between each little scene. And... So,
1: as a reminder for those of you who haven't seen it for a little while, yeah, it, it breaks into little, like Jay says, skits. Like I don't you've know... got little scenes, and they're kind of it's in the world of the the craze of the tickets. And so you get a what do you have? You have there's a guy, a psychiatrist who, with he, a dreamer. Yeah, and he's is talking that,
0: about like, oh, I had a dream, and you know, someone told me the location of a ticket. Yeah, and, then, and the psychiatrist, he's like, loses he's like
1: all professionalism. He's like, Just tell me,
0: tell me what, <laughs> what this ticket is. And he's like, what does it matter? It's only <laughs> <like> a dream. <laughs> there's that. I love the scene with the supercomputer where that yeah. there's that guy, and he's like, I'm telling the computer, um, you know, where I can find the golden yeah. ticket, and the computer's like. It's like no, that would be cheating. And then yeah. he's like, "Oh, I'm I'll, telling the computer. I'll tell the computer I will share the grand prize with it." The computer's like, "What would a computer do with a lifetime <laughs> supply of
1: chocolate?" And the guy's like, it's "I'll a, tell you exactly, exactly where <laughs> what he can do with a, it." It means shove it up your ass, computer. But there also is another like, there's a couple of other scenes skits. Let's call them skits from for now on. Um, but uh the there's an auction scene so. You've got, you know, some high rollers, really high rollers. Which is apparently like one of the last yeah.
0: cases of wonka bars. Yeah,
1: in the UK. Um so they're auctioning them off and you know, they're off, auctioning them off for, you know, thousands of pounds. I yeah. don't even I can't remember I think
0: who it in, in this day that they are high amounts of money, but like it's like five thousand pounds, ten thousand
1: pounds. And and it's a lot. It's big. so that auction scene ends with the auctioneer. Acknowledging the queen is in the room, so yeah. that's the higher level. That's the higher tier. Your of Majesty, Your Majesty, and I then know. you've got, you've got <laughs> this is my favourite one. You've got the skit with the ransom. So you've got a wife has just realised that her uh, her husband's being kidnapped. Yeah.
0: obviously some sort of wealthy. Yeah,
1: that's right. Couple. Or it's something. a follow on from the auction, and so it, it kind of made sense that people would be treasuring. Boxes of Wonka bars, right? Because the them. the limits are going, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the uh, you know the 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 kidnapper calls, and you have got the police monitoring the call and taking the call and saying, "We're here. What are your demands?" And they demand, uh, and you know, this is prior and before the phone call. The wife says, "I will do anything to get my anything. husband back," and then they're the just to get my Harold back. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> then the kidnapper says, "I want your box of Wonka bars," and she goes how much time do i have <laughs> like can, can i think about it and then she takes it away just the way that these are put together crafted executed
0: it's fantastic like, i don't think it, none of these are in the book or anything like that like these are purely made for the movie but
1: they're so, it is so
0: funny and i laugh every time I see him yeah um, <laughs> but no, I mean, that's that's all focused on like the craziness of the of the competition but then you get characters like we mentioned Charlie's teacher yeah. mr Turpentine. turpentine which I
1: thought for the longest time was mr turpentine Geez, their, na- <laughs> their names by the way are either you can consider them on the nose or they're Genius. Well he wasn't he was, he's not genius.
0: from the book either, so he's an original creator for this movie. Right. Um but yeah, like just what he's doing is like a skit as well. Like yeah. he's just putting on a show for the <laughs> class, like, man, where's that teacher? Like he's so sarcastic and like We're he's such pre- a smarter. <laughs>
1: We're gonna pretend that you did said two hundred <laughs> instead of
0: two. Or... <laughs> like, he's telling them he's gonna reschedule their test and he's like he's, there's yeah, no point like, class in class testing dismissed. you or something. Oh, hang
1: on. No, not class not dismissed. Oh what? Class dismissed. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's great. And then... It is fantastic. He asks Charlie a question and then
0: he's like, <laughs> do you know? And he's like, no. And then he's like, well, it's... yeah, you shouldn't know because if you knew and I didn't know, then I'm the teacher and, you know, that would be and presumptuous you... and rude. Yeah. I love it. You hear a couple of kids
1: in the background giggle. <laughs> that, that, and you're like, "Oh, it's I don't a... have a good time. Like, but... It's a great scene. Um, so, you know, there's a bit of comedy there. I, I want to hot f- um, flag this. We're going to talk about Gene Wilder in a bit, but his lines... Freaking hilarious! His <laughs> delivery. So we'll talk about that later. But talking about comedy, oh, there, of course, the comedy doesn't a, stop. It when doesn't we get stop to the with factory, It does not stop. Yeah. Um, let's talk about scary horror. Let's talk about the difference.
0: Yeah, I don't think this would. I mean, I don't know. Like, like this isn't part of the genre that this movie is. It's a, it's a family film. It's, yeah. a, it's a comedy. It's a musical. It's fantasy. Mm. But damn, there's some scary shit. <laughs> when the Give t- me some examples because the, when I, the, I genuinely did not fear. One so of I the earliest, Feel fearful when I watched it. Tonight. One of the earliest scenes is that tinker, that tinker that rolls I, up. That random dude. He's yeah. pulling a trolley full of knives. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And they're just like you know on the pebbled. Stone. He's like no Street. one goes in
1: and no one comes out.
0: So that's it. He's actually reciting a poem called "The Fairies." All oh, right. By someone called William. Allingham.
1: Cool. So it's a Great. bit of
0: literature, and that's not the only bit of literature that they bloody pump into no, this movie. Oh,
1: lines are all over the shop. But yeah, but
0: just yeah. this creep. Like, so think about it. You're this kid. It's you know, it's, yeah. it's night time. It's dark. You're looking at this factory. Yeah. So this guy approaches this kid. Nobody ever goes in. Nobody, nobody ever comes, comes out. out. And then he just walks away with his like trolley with his full of knives. knives Come yeah. on, terrifying! Um, and then you got this freaky Slugworth character, yeah,
1: scar on face, all of that. Touching stuff. Touching children, whispering in sweet sweet nothings into their ear, and then I did think when I watched it because you don't hear what he's saying for to most for the most part. I was like, it's a bit creepy. <laughs> Not sure how I feel, you know, you know, eleven year olds, ten year olds, twelve year olds, whatever these kids are. It's like, oh, grown man whispering into me ear and on broad, you know, broad daylight on. Broadcast TV. Yeah. How is nobody going, Oi, buddy. Like, who is this guy? Why is he appearing everywhere? Oi, buddy, get the hell out of here. <laughs> you creep. <laughs> um, He's portrayed
0: by uh Gunter Meissner, but when you do Unda. actually hear him speaking when he's talking to, to Charlie, Charlie, he's dubbed by some guy named Walker Edmonston.
1: Yeah. So it's not even his voice. Either way, the combo of the two of them, very creepy. Oh, he, like, he is. Yeah, he's creepy. I want to talk about Slugworth quickly and these ticket winners. And you did ask at the start, did I think it was set up? Yeah. And I think 100%. How did Slugworth because get Because Slugworth is at every single one of them yeah. when they're either being awarded or... So, for example, well, at least when Veruca Salt gets hers, he ushers
0: the lady up the Yeah, stairs. see, that's the one... Uh, Veruca and Charlie are the ones where he's there when they find the ticket. Yeah. With the other ones, you know, it's a, it's a news broadcast or an interview which is taking place sometime after. Areas, yeah. So he does have time to get there. mm but yeah, with Veruca, he's there.
1: Like he knows that it's yep. gonna so be. Open. You're gonna be. You're gonna be the one. Um. So I think it was orchestrated.
0: Mm.
1: It makes sense because yeah. there's other reasons as well. Um. When we start talking about the machines and stuff, there's only certain seats that are in them. Things like that. Like when they get to the boat, and there's only there's only well, there's enough seats for those. If if Augustus hadn't been taken out, yeah. Take it out. <laughs> so if if everything was going smooth sailing, when they get onto that boat... There's be. a pun in there, by the way. Um, they wouldn't... Have, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, they wouldn't have fit in That's right. So I think it's orchestrated. When they, yeah, when they get to like the, the, the Wonka car. Or later. a major oversight by the production team.
0: Screenwriter David Seltzer worked Slugworth into this movie. Yeah. So again, he... He's a character that is mentioned in the book as a rival but not to Lee really Walker, but no, yeah. he's not an actual character that's worked in the plot in any sort of way. But they they do it here, which is again one of the other things that sort of yeah. uh, pissed Roldal off a little bit, I suppose, because it was not his intention to have Slugworth be anything. I think it works, and there, but I mean, only because of the payoff. There's a, just because of the reveal, the twist yeah. at
1: the end of it. Yeah. Well, mind you, they just need, need someone to like, corrupt them, don't they? You know. Yeah, I mean. I mean, they're already corrupt as hell. Let's talk about these kids. <laughs> Let's about talk about these kids. All right, first uh, first ticket winner, Augustus Gloop. Great name, <laughs> Augustus. So better. So known... these all these all so each of these characters, they're not. I, I mean, originally I kind of likened them to like Deadly Sins. So they're I'm not thinking... quite. Yeah, they're just more like they're just bad big, bad kids, bad
0: bad behavior. Well, I guess Augustus would be the the gluttonous Yeah. One, yeah. And right.
1: surname Gloop. <laughs> Gloop. But um so I mean, Roald Dahl's created West movies. German. You've written West German. I didn't pick up West German, but yes, German. I definitely got German. Uh, yeah,
0: so we got him now apparently he's supposed to be um, the portrayal of an obese kid in the 70s. <laughs> he's not that obese though. No, he's but, not that big. I mean, he's big. He's not that big. Though. I mean he's bigger for yeah. the other kids, but no, I mean he's not. He's just a well filled out kid. But I mean they have him eating constantly. Yeah. Every time you look. I mean, that's that's the joke.
1: He arrives um, there and his
0: mum turns around
1: and goes, Like he's eating a donut. Like a powdered donut. Yeah, save some room. <laughs> she always says, Save some room, save some room. Good on you. You terrible influence <laughs> on your own child. But let's talk let's talk how they how they get taken out. Augustus, so, what does he do?
0: He's um, using his human hands to touch the chocolate in the chocolate river, yeah. and he falls in.
1: You mustn't do that. I feel like because Wonka <laughs> kind of walks up and says, "You mustn't do that." And kind of he doesn't him push in. him. He doesn't push him. He doesn't. I always thought he pushed him. Uh, no, he, he
0: really doesn't push him. He doesn't even touch him. Mm. Um, but it is—it is crazy how he falls. I mean, literally. I mean, the actor just dives forward.
1: Like and then, he, he doesn't fall; in. he just dives forward. And then into his into the chocolate water. So, but yeah, then he can't swim, and he gets sucked into the. You see. Like a bullet. Like a bullet. But it's so funny because you see, see Wonka's stuck there, Wonka. You see Wonka talk about how no it's too late for him, you can see he's being sucked in and you can see the bubbles coming. <laughs> when Mrs. Gloop's just like Dive in and save him it's like Police help. <laughs> yeah, well he does that a couple of times. Let's talk about the other characters, but he does just go sarcastic to the max. Like and he's, he's like, like, "Oh, please, no, don't do it, help. like Oh, don't keep chewing, don't do it, or something," because he's <laughs> setting him up to fail. But yeah, so Augustus gets stuck in a a vacuum, I guess a, pump, a, a suction pipe yeah, for I'll chocolate. To you, yeah. Um, the, the funny line that Wonka says at the time is, "Oh, the suspense! It's a <laughs> wonderful <if> it last. A <laughs> wonderful <if> it last. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's so good, and the delivery, Wilder." How, we haven't spoken about wildy yet. But anyway, um, Veruca, holding out, holding out. Veruca Salt. So yeah, Augustus Gloop, he's gone. Um, next, next character, Veruca Salt. She is a spoiled, spoiled, spoiled English brat, <laughs> um, and she uh, she finds her ticket because her dad, who pretty much gives her everything, so so Henry Salt. Henry Salt gives her everything that she wants, including uh, <laughs> hiring his entire like staff yeah. to constantly open. Bars to find the one for her so complete it's a perf- perfect cliche example of a sport child really that's
0: it giving it everything she wants peace yeah. and harmony Henry tell you what,
1: it's funny <laughs> funny watching her mum can't remember her name but she kind of says Henrietta. Henrietta Henrietta cool she, she looks at <laughs> she looks at Henry and like, twice in the, um, the scene when she gets when uh, Faruka gets the ticket and she says you better do what she wants but she's also looking at him very patronising like oh you're not a man you I can't, think she, can't stand she's just it. knitting or whatever yeah. she's doing she's just keeping so. to herself well, she's just, like, just watching it yeah, like, yeah she knows so Veruca Salt um, spoil Braddy and so what happens to her? Um, she falls in the egg
0: decatur thing so yes. the golden egg room and then she gets she falls into the she's a bad egg Yeah. so is Henry falls into the furnace
1: down the well, I think you're told that there's a. It's on every other day, so <laughs> so the, the so not a good chance. Get there. Um, but yeah, so they are. Uh, they walk into the room where there's there's big giant geese laying big giant eggs, and of course, Veruca wants one. And as she's having a tantrum while singing a song that I'd forgotten all about oh and goodness. kicking sh- sh- stuff everywhere, she falls down the chute for bad eggs. We should probably point out the, the the cast names, though, as we as we go through. Oh, if it. you want to. Augustus
0: Glut, Michael Boner, uh, Ruca Salt, Julie Dawn Cole.
1: Yeah, cool. And then next we've got uh, Violet Beauregard. So, Denise Nickerson. Played by Denise Nickerson. So, she's the gum-chewing...
0: Annoying American. Annoying American. With her, with her dad, Sam Beauregard, like the car dealer. Car salesman, yeah. Yeah. Keep pitching it every time he can. Yeah. Um, so, she's... Do you find Violet more annoying than Veruca? No, Veruca. <laughs> Veruca. So,
1: the actress who played Veruca was brilliant, I thought. Yeah. And, and, I'm sure she's a charming, and Vi- lovely... And Violet's just annoying. But um, Julie Dawn Cole, who plays um, Veruca, she's brilliant. She actually hurt herself, by the way. Did, did you know that? <gasps> the rock. there, Yeah, she hits yes. herself on a rock. So, trying to crack open that big chocolate bowl Yeah, thing. And she she cuts herself and you see it. You see yeah, because she didn't... Yeah, she has got some blood on her. Yeah. So, we've got Violet by regard... Chewing gum, and naturally there is a gum display. So what does she want to do? She wants to chew it. It's a thing. It's a, what is it? A three course meal goes through um, different roast soup. beef and potatoes. Yeah, soup. I can't and remember. Stuff. What it is. is there a soup? Yeah, yeah. and then um, violet, uh, violet pie. No, not violet pie. Um, blueberry. Blueberry, <laughs> pie. blueberry pie. Blueberry pie. <laughs> and so, uh, and she turns violet. She turns violet. She swells with. Uh, she turns into a berry, basically. Yeah. And then the young has so to take her away and juice, juice her. Into to the juicer. Um, so there you go. She disappears as well. She's obnoxious. And then... and No, and, and, and well, nah, all the kids are lovely. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then we have Mike TV, who is a television-obsessed American. Another annoying brat. Yeah, so he's played by Paris... The- the- the-
0: Femin? Femin.
1: Femin. Something like that. Femin. Something like that. <laughs> so, um, and he's accompanied by his his mother, Mrs. TV. But he's, um, he's so obsessed with television that he... And Westerns, actually. Yeah, so he had, like, a gun. Um, <laughs> not to your 12s. So. Not to your 12. You don't get a gun, an actual yeah, real gun. Yeah, it's a little cap gun or something. You, you did. Um But, yeah, so he's being interviewed by reporters about finding his golden ticket, and he can't even talk to him. He's just too busy watching TV. He's like, shut up. I don't want to hear. It. I mean, it sounds like just like Augustus, like, you know, like he would... He didn't speak. He yeah, he'd to just, just be eat eating. Food. He'd be eating. Yeah. And then they pan over to his dad, and he just takes a chunk out of the yeah. microphone. Yeah. I love it. Um, it's very stereotypical. All right, so there's some characters. We still haven't got into the man himself, but we're going to save that for just after our ad break. We're man, make these people wait. Indeed. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. And we are the guys from Filmship. Do you like
0: movie reviews and want to keep up to date with the latest in movie and TV news? then That Film Stew is the podcast for you. Join us every two weeks for some good times, laughs, and firm opinions on the things we love. That's right. There's a new podcast released every two weeks on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Stew Podcast. That Film Stew Podcast. Listen, comment, follow, share. It is time to talk about Willy Wonka. Let's do it. Spike Milligan, um, the actor, was actually Roald original choice to play Willy Wonka. Um, Peter Sellers, Mm. big name, um, also begged Dahl for the role. And apparently all six members of Monty Python expressed interest in playing Wonguro as well. That's crazy, isn't it? How popular was this book?
1: Holy shit. It must have been. I mean, did you
0: read it as a kid? I I have read it once, but I barely remember anything of it. I had read it in school, yeah, right. um, primary years, but
1: um, most of Roald, Roald Dahl and um like Enid Blyton, like two children's authors. That oh, that's just, it. We're yeah. all exposed to them, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gene Wilder accepted the role on one condition. Um, uh, when I make my first entrance, I'd like I'd like to come out of the door carrying a cane, um, and then walk towards the crowd with a limp. And after the crowd sees Willy Wonka as a cripple, um, they all whisper to themselves. Uh, and then become deathly quiet as I walk towards them. My cane sinks into one of the cobblestones I'm walking on and stands straight up by itself. But I just keep on walking until I realise I no longer have my cane. I start to fall forward, and just before I hit the ground, I do a beautiful forward somersault and bounce back up to great applause, which happens obviously. I mean, they, they, yeah, they said yes. They didn't, <laughs> he nailed it. That's it. That's he nailed it. Um, so Wilder uh, wanted this in the film, so. Um, from uh, that time on no one would know if he was uh, lying or telling the truth like I, don't know. Yes. I love this yeah. I love it no, and it's it, a great
0: little tidbit it is 100% what happens It's the first um appearance of him yeah. for the audience for yeah. the characters in the movie That's great yeah I, I love it and you sit there and, and you are thinking like what the hell is this guy and you then... know those
1: you know those moments in these movies that we review when we when we revisiting them do you ever have that moment where you know, you're expecting one or two scenes. Die Hard was a couple for me, where you overall appreciate a film, but there's one or two things that come up and you're like, oh, I'm waiting for it. And there it is. Yeah, excited for this it. This was one of them. Yeah, that was definitely one of them. I love that scene where he's walking and then he just gives it up and rolls forward and then everyone goes, hey! I love the fact that he
0: follows the carpet 100%. Yeah. He comes out on the angle of the door and then it does a sharp turn. Yeah. He completely faces the direction of the carpet and yeah. just follows it,
1: pivots with it. I love that, like that detail. It's great. He's so quirky and so crazy. But he, um, if you actually watch this scene again, if you look at how much weight Gene Wilde is putting on his cane, you can tell it's a prop cane because it bends under his weight. I think there might have been a mechanism or something that allowed it to stick into the cobblestone oh, thing yeah, when he
0: stops. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, it's a prop cane. It's not yeah. real.
1: That's right.
0: Does he, he does continue to use it, though, throughout
1: the movie because he's like... Yeah, he does use it, but I don't think he needs it. I think he just kind of has it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's part of his look. It's part of just like his hat and his jacket.
1: If you're watching this as an adult, yeah, you know, after after a long, long gap between childhood and last time you watched it, you 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 may not have noticed like earlier earlier on when you were a lot younger, just how nuanced and tongue-in-cheek his dialogue is, and almost every line that he says is just a little quirky line that's either it's related or it's completely not related out of the... It's completely gone. If but he of-
0: is saying just, like, generic dialogue, it's usually sarcastic it or... It usually is, yeah. Um, patronizing in some way. If yeah. not, it's a... It's, like, a quote of a literary source. So, screenwriter David Seltzer, I guess he put this in as, like, a gimmick just for this movie version yeah. of the character. Where, yeah, he would have Wonka just, just quoting all, like, different literary things yeah so he had um, and some of it makes sense but some of it is <laughs> some of those things fit and some are just like he's just talking gibberish that's right but gibberish what's some examples so there's Arthur O'Shaughnessy's Shaughnessy's Ode Oscar Wilde's The Importance of Being Earnest Samuel Taylor's Coleridge's yeah um, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner and William Shakespeare's The Merchant of Venice there you go I think the ones there that, that I just completely realize. don't understand yeah. are the ones that I'm just like yes he gets my attention and I'm yeah.
1: just like, I don't know what's going on, but yes. But most of it's usually in response to um, one of the other characters either yelling at him or saying, yeah, yeah this is right. And or, then he always says, alternatively, it's one of the other adults yeah.
0: um, reacting to him or responding and just being like, this guy's nuts. That's right. Like he's off his chops.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's just how it is. Um, I did. There's one. One of my favourite lines is he does. What does he say? We are the music makers and we are the dreamers of dreams. Oh, that's when. That's when is questioning the the Snarsberries. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Um, and he also he says, what well, you, you should never, never doubt what no one uh, is sure about." I think it's just it's just cool little lines in there. I like well from his, But it's more about his delivery. Like Gene, Gene Wilder's delivery is he's got this little spark in his eye where he's he's curious. And he's quirky, and and he's, and and he's delivering these lines as if he's got an inside joke, and no one knows what's going on, but he knows what's happening, yeah. and, he's, and he's amused by himself. Yeah. Like, Gene
0: Wilder is a he's a comedic genius, one that we rarely sort of see, yeah. like, yeah, he's a legend. But the Willy Wonka character, his, the portrayal in this film, you've got your mystery, you've got your... the Visually, like, you know, they're taking just black and white illustrations from the book, and I know they do... this like describe his clothing yeah. i don't think purple was actually a mm. a staple in the book but you know like it's it's so iconic yeah. when you think of Willy really Wonka, because you think purple and i think even now like when you see like a was well, johnny depp character kind of locked that
1: one in there and so is the branding with the candy bars and stuff i
0: think johnny depp's like his portrayal like that was like a black
1: no, black
0: and red sort of jacket was he even wearing purple Oh, I can't remember. I, don't but know. I know that
1: I associate the color purple with the Wonka brand. And then I think on yeah. like
0: the Wonka Nestle branding, like in the real world, they, yep. the illustrations of Wonka had like a purple hat. Yeah. Whereas you know it's just a brown, simple one. in yeah. you know, This one. That's right. what. Uh, but yeah,
1: just iconic and. Love it. It's a it's a fantastic performance, and I don't know how much of it would have been ad libbed, but it feels like some of it may have been. I reckon um, let him just go with it. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, a lot of the. Yeah, a lot of the literary quotes would have been scripted. Oh, absolutely, but um, just the way, maybe just more his mannerisms and stuff. I don't think I maybe blocked it. So as he's walking down the steps, he does sing his song. Um, I can't remember. What and he's it was whacking called. kids with his. But he's stick. whacking kids left, right, and center. And stop him from walking <laughs> Apparently, and he, he hit he's a couple like, of them. Actually. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. And you can see it as we're watching it today. I was, I was watching. You know, he walks up and down the stairs, and they're following him because they really want to go out into this little candyland. But, but they're
0: like, we've got to just go with him. Yeah. We'll and go he there.
1: and he walks backwards and he walks forwards and he does all this, but he stops them. and as he does it, he hits Faruka in the knee, <laughs> and then he like he hits. Um, the TV kid, like, yeah, oh, yeah he plucks like, his hair. Yeah, 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 Lots yeah. of
0: child abuse in this movie. Yeah, there is. Um He
1: also treats the kids like crap, <laughs> absolute crap. Like the he he's sarcastic, like to all. End like no, when Mike's I
0: talking at he's like, he's
1: like, have you tried yeah. opening your mouth a little bit? Yeah, like ah,
0: I'm deaf in this
1: year. so like Mike's screaming at him, and he's like,
0: maybe speak a little bit louder. <laughs> you know, like it's sarcastic.
1: But oh, almost, almost all of the kids, he says, he gives him a warning. He says, don't do it. And then as they start to do this st- stupid to do boy. Thing, but he's just like, oh, no, please, yeah. no. Knowing full well what's about to happen. But like I said, I think it was all orchestrated. <laughs> Fantastic performance. What else we got? We haven't spoken about the Oompa Loompas. Yes, with Willy Wonka, you do get Oompa Loompas. You do. They've got orange faces. Trump. Yeah, I love...
0: Them. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I love that. Let's not get political. I love um, the origin that obviously is outlined for the Oompa Loompas. You yeah. know, like they're from... Lumpeland, yeah. chased by Snuzzwuzzlers and... Oh, wow, you've done well. Venetius Knivs. Yeah. All yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. And how, I do I like, re- how do you
1: remember that? Man, wow. I've just
0: seen this movie many times. Yeah, right. I'm okay. prepared for this quiz. <laughs> well, you're going to do well. Um, but the, yeah, and you have, like, the other adults, you know, questioning, like, you know, like, we've never heard of this before, therefore, that doesn't exist. You know, yeah. Wonka's just saying, you know, like, yeah. you should know all about it. Yeah. You're a teacher You're like, of yeah. geography, like, you must know. Yeah. I just love... Yeah, I just love the setup with them. They all have a
1: song. Oh, they all have a song. There are songs that they perform. So every time a kid is uh, taken out... Taken out by the, of the race. By the by um, the violent... But they, they all have a lesson in their songs. So they sing a song about watching too much TV. They sing a song about being a brat. They sing a song yeah, they're almost... about eating too much shitty food. Like the deadly sins of chewing, chewing gum. That's simply chewing chewing gum was... was bad um, habit, yeah. Yeah, it was Violet's crime. <laughs> <laughs> so she's,
0: not even that bad a crime. Maybe because she was constantly doing it. No, that's she's obsessed crying. with it, though. Yeah. Remember, she's like, "Oh, my friend, look at this lady. So it's like an yeah. addiction. Yeah. The deadly I mean, sins straight. of kids, that's what it is. Yeah. Right. Um, watching these songs play back, though, it's... um. Against the other songs in the movie, except for the one, the one by Mrs. Bucket, because goddamn that song I hate it. I'm glad these are very short, these Oompa Loompa ones. Yeah. Cause I mean, the lyrics are all different, but they're essentially, I mean, they are different, but they're similar. Yeah, you know, they, they all have Oompa Loompa, doompa dee doo in them. Yeah. But then a different sort of sequence of yeah. of tone and stuff. But yeah, it's
1: a bit of visuals in there as well. Like yeah, they've got stuff. lots
0: of little computer-made little text things on the yeah. screen, which must have been mind-blowing in the day. Yeah, very dated now though. Yeah, so. absolutely. There's much in there, much of it that is. Well, actually, the, most of the cast were German because of obviously where this was filmed. They got you know they didn't want to obviously import from all over yeah, the place, yeah. so they went to German, you know, all the like the little people they could find and stuff like that. So Germans, neighboring sort of nations and yeah. stuff like that. So a lot of them didn't speak fluent English. English. So when you do <laughs> listen back to some of the songs, like you see some of them like mumbling off, and it's like they're not even saying the words. Yeah. You can't even you can't hear them. But couldn't. it's all dubbed over there anyway. So. Yeah, yeah they're probably be recorded later. There's only one female. I couldn't pick her. So it's a whole Smurf situation. Yeah, right.
1: Lots of lots of dudes, one female. You know how that ends. Say what? They're not very good at cartwheeling either. (laughs) I think that's intentional. As in, I think they're intentionally terrible at it. As part of the sh- have, part of the, effect. they have
0: shorter limbs, Rob. No, no no, <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: But it's like it is so over the top how like how much they can't cartwheel when they when they're singing like they're half roly-poly. Yeah, they oh, pretty I much can... are roly-poly. I think
0: it's because they have shorter
1: limbs. I'm Rob. not convinced. I'm not convinced of that. I think it was I just I
0: think you know it's just physically hard. See what's having <laughs> cast who couldn't speak English. I think it's just more
1: like yeah, cool. We don't ex- we don't expect you to do this perfectly. Off oh you yeah, go. yeah. Fit the suits. It's just yeah, yeah, okay, go, go with go, it. Let's talk about the factory. Uh, when are they getting to the chocolate factory? We're here. We're finally here.
0: All right, let's just go through each sort of room and sort of the stuff that goes through it. We'll go through them pretty swiftly, but um, just to get a scope of, you know, fun things that are going on. The first one we get is the contract room. Um, so the big giant contract with the words that you can't read. <laughs> yeah. You've got the coat racks. Those hand, um, like, coat racks are mm. actually, like... People's hands. People's hands, yeah. yeah. Like that. Simple. Simple... Yeah. Practical effects,
1: yeah, it's great, but great little gimmick. You make that thing? movie now, CGI, yeah, probably, <laughs> almost, almost certainly. But yeah, the contract room is great, and yeah, uh, I guess. Come on, I don't want to go in. I didn't. I, I realised it today when I was watching it, but Wonka kind of coerces them into signing. Like the adults, legitimately, are going, "Don't sign anything you haven't read." Yeah, like hang on read. a second. and then Wonka's like, "There's only one way they're getting in. It's either um, Violet or Veruca turn around and go." I'm going in. Yeah, yeah. I'm going in. you can't and stop away me. Away they go. Yeah, so I, well, yeah. I think um, Sam Bolgard, the
0: so Violet's dad, is the first one to say like, "No, got to read it first. Not going to sign it. No, knows all that." Yeah. And then Henry Salt, Veruca's dad, is is like, "Oh well, if he's, you know, like, yeah, yeah, all right, he goes along with. I'm not signing it either, you know." Yeah. And, and Veruka's the one that's just like, no, get stuffed. I'm going
1: in." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's intentionally like it's funny. It's a gag. You can see the top, and it's all all the words that you can read at the very top mean nothing they mean absolutely nothing it's it's intentional um and then obviously you get further down you can't read a thing it's just like an eye chart it's fantastic. It's just, it's just like a line, it's yeah. like black. Scribble. And then it just goes invisible, but like it's a, a been rubbed off. But then you got Joe and uh, Charlie. Joe turns around and says, "We're nothing to lose." <laughs> I just saw it. <laughs> Everyone else has got. By something. the end of this, he might owe us money. You know, you know, what can he take from? A... There is a.
0: There's a very small room they enter for a very brief period of time. That weird one. I like it's it. Oddly shaped. There's all. It's like a fun house. Yeah. By having fun, I mean it's clearly just an elevator. They yeah. get
1: in it, the door's shut. And all it is is misdirection from uh, Wonka's point of view. He walks in and he says, look for the door. The look for the door, there's somewhere. a door somewhere. He does a full lap and they're all... Somebody's kind of touching yeah. me! <laughs> yeah, and then he gets back to the door and he's like, oh, here it is. And he's just an elevator, it has to be. Like what Gene Wilder, you know, requested from the start.
0: He's like, from that, from that point of when you first meet him, you don't know if he's telling the truth or just full of shit. Yeah. This is just an example of that, you know, and yeah. it continues throughout. It's just,
1: he's just messing with them, and it's, and That's it's right. right. you cannot feed me through a tiny door. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed, like, you have, like, uh, Veruca loses a shit in the goose room, and all these other ones mm. where he just stands there. He lets that happen. He just stares, just, it's a cold deadpan, just staring. And I was watching him in the background, and, like, so she's, throwing crap everywhere and she throws like cellophane around him the Oompa Loompas as well there
0: are some that are just like getting on with him and yeah. then there are some Oompa Loompas that are like staring at her like
1: shocked they're, yeah like, like what's going now, on now I
0: don't know if that's like they're intentionally you know they're acting or if it's just these, <laughs> it's like what is this <laughs> what is this
1: girl doing yeah
0: um, I just like is this meant to happen? <laughs> <laughs> it was not on a script. Is this part of the story?
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, what's next? What's some other areas in the uh the nerve, factory? The nerve center of the entire factory, the chocolate room. Yeah, where everything.
0: Now this is this is pretty much the the movie um climaxing right here. It's this is the
1: the money shot, the, yeah. the big room. So, a couple of interesting <laughs> things. Um Jen Wilder sings a song pure imagination. That. Now you love this song. You think this is that little melody. That's in the score. It's that and it's the golden ticket. The blend of the, of the two. So anyway, anyway, the children's reactions to the chocolate room are actually real. Um, this is the first time they'd entered the set. Yeah, they
0: purposely kept
1: them away yeah. from it. Now, every time you, end, you
0: watch this movie and you, that giant door opens and mm. you see this room, do you go, yeah, this is fun. This is cool. I like
1: it. Even though those trees are clearly made out of paper. Oh, and the gummy bears are balloons. Yeah. Even though... While it still goes to it's town I those Bio bad boys. boys They're like flat Yeah They're, they're flat but It's fantastic I used to like, it's, just, it's such a cool In, in creative Imaginative Like space the, the whole
0: idea is that Pretty much anything in that room Is edible oh, Correct On the set In real life When they're making the movie Apparently about a third mm. About a third of it Was actually edible Which I think is a pretty good, oh, good Percentage yeah. Like So what wasn't edible Like the The, the rock The floor That rock yeah. The windows and walls, like I'm interested by that because I thought a lot of it was. I mean, there might have nice. been a lot of stuff that you probably wouldn't want to eat. Yeah, but yeah, I think a lot of it. Yeah, Wonka's cup that he drinks from is made out of wax. I mean, he can still eat
1: that, but he chews on it, which apparently he had to obviously spit out. Yeah. You're not meant to eat wax. It's but he does, weird, so, like. <laughs> he does it so well because he drinks out of it, and then he just thoughtlessly just goes, "Yep," takes a bite, and just still in his same thought process, whatever it was. Mm. Just I thought it was really well done. Now the river was made out of water with food coloring, um, with cocoa powder and cream, which is gross. Yeah. So, uh,
0: Michael Bonner, the uh, Augustus, the yeah. the actor, he later on, not later in the years, um, as an adult, he he refers back to. He says it was dirty, stinking water.
1: Very good. <laughs> Very well done.
0: He had to take. He had to drink some of that. He did. Yeah, well, he would have... I'm assuming right. would have been the only one who... Like I said, lots of child abuse on this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he would have been the only one who probably did taste it. The whole scene, like, yeah, it's a fantastic little little scene where they're, they're, your they're imagination sh- goes wild. I mean, it is, it is. It really is
0: just a pure imagination room. It's like what you've been waiting for, essentially. And I love how you're still in the background. You've got these big, tall factory walls with the yeah. glass. And it's like, wow, we're really in a factory. Like, That's it's a, not like, like we're in a magical realm. It's like, no, yeah. we're in a building still. Yeah. But there's just all this... Fun shit everywhere that you can eat. <laughs> that's right. We get the wonka-tania,
1: so That's yeah. the boat, and, and obviously that uh, terrifying,
0: terrifying tunnel
1: scene. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying, especially the way um, Gene Wilder reacts. It's like it just slowly builds and builds and builds. And yeah, it's like his they're rhyme. all
0: having a nice time. They're like, oh, "This is really, oh, I want a boat like this, Daddy." Yeah, you know,
1: they're all having a, a wonderful time,
0: and then he just it just gets creepy. Yeah, and it speeds up, and it goes dark, and there's weird yeah. like
1: images on the psychedelic. Like yeah, there's like. It's crazy. Images I mean, of, like, insects and things, eating stuff. It's just... It is really is it weird. Is getting its head cut off? What? Yeah. They're Maybe really sick, man. Yeah. it was well, just... it was a buzz it's on someone's different face. Filmmaking. Different filmmaking. Different filmmaking. <laughs> um, and then the, the... There's no earthly way of knowing. Um, they're the only song lyrics taken directly from Roald Dahl's book. Yeah. I guess that's probably why Roald Dahl wasn't overly happy with it. But anyway. Um, <laughs> the Inventing, inventing room.
0: room. Yep. The Inventing Room. I love that sign that it says... Um, there's like whipped cream, vanilla cream, hair cream. cream. Yeah, hair cream. Yeah. We get um. There's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of weird shit going on in this room. We get the the um the everlasting gold stopper, which is yeah. the thing that the kids are all trying to get. You know, to Well
1: because they've been told by Slugworth, by to, Slugworth to actually yeah. uh,
0: to get 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 a sample so he can copy them. So they're all you know trying making sure they're getting that, and that's where the I guess the test is. Yeah. The test if everyone, run, if you know what happens Wood at the start, end. test starts
1: there. Yes. So Gustus didn't even get a chance to fucking touch it. He
0: shouldn't have touched the chocolate.
1: The oh, um on. but this room, I I call this the Dag joke room. <laughs> <laughs> Following my words, why like, like putting a shoe in the thing Yeah, gives so it a, little it a bit more kick. And it's like he puts a warm overcoat in a in a big pot, and he says, "Oh no, it's too cold." Too cold. Too ah, cold. Too cold. It's, yeah dad joke room yeah, totally well, dad joke that's what you yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're like a dad without being a dad yeah, yeah like that. I like think like we're that. both there a <laughs> 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 uh, couple other things lickable wallpaper at some point they go through a hallway with lickable wallpaper yeah I mentioned the snazberries the snazberries <laughs> they it tastes
0: like a snazberry strawberry
1: like a snazberry it tastes like a snazberry
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's <like> a snazberry <laughs> um, the
1: fizzy lifting drinks room.
0: That's so this right. this is a room that wasn't in the book. So they made this for the movie. Another thing that pissed off Roldau, I suppose. And this is where, I guess, Charlie gets in trouble. They're directed by Wonka not to taste it. It's not ready. There'll be children floating around everywhere. Did
1: you notice it's Joe who convinces him? Joe goes, should we do something? So he's and he's like, and he's he's like okay, let's do it. Anyway, yeah. Uh,
0: that's a good point. So even when you think, ah, oh, Charlie's dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Charlie wasn't a dickhead. He was. He, he was, was listening
1: to a respected elder. He was coached. Correct. Just like those kids that go and become terrorists. Whoa. Oh, Grandpa Joe. Yeah. Wow. Um, so uh, <laughs> in the fizzy lifting room they drink some soda and then it gives them lift. Could you see did you see the strings? Uh, I did when Charlie's. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't when. I, they're when pretty Joe's visual. Head.
0: Yeah they hit them a bit. I think he might have had a bit Of a darker spot of the room, yeah. But no, they're quite visual, so I think that does take away a bit of the
1: magic. Um, but then you, yeah, so they uh, keep on lifting all the way to the top where there is a fan, and then they have to burp to actually fall back down so they don't get cut up by the fan, yeah. But consequently, not at that moment, but later on, Wonka actually doesn't trust them because he they broke the rules by drinking and they also they <laughs> touch the ceiling, <laughs> which has they have to, to be dis- sanitized! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's a great little scene. Because um, it's just two actors on wires d- jumping around a room. Very similar Whee! to like like a Mary Poppins kind of thing. Nah, same sort of man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, it's uh, what else? Golden the, eggs room. Golden eggs room. So the geese lay golden eggs for Easter. Man, that's hard to say. Four times the size of geese laying eight times the size of legs wow eggs. yeah wow. interesting so Wonka's trying to get ahead for Easter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Easter's so, over yeah Mike TV turns around and he goes yeah Easter's not, <laughs> not over and he goes shh don't tell them they don't know we're, we're trying to get ahead for next year <laughs> it's great but they have Um, I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier the eggs fall onto a panel and if they're good they get polished and sent around the world and if they're bad they go straight down a trapdoor. And, and what different. happens uh, Julie Dawn Cole so uh, Veruca Salt um, she sings a song saying that she wants Wanted, an, yeah. uh, wants, a, wants a goose, and her dad's saying how much for the goose? Any number I'll give it, and give it gives it here, not for sale. Oh. And Who's, ultimately, who says?
0: Oh, the man with the funny hat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and ultimately, uh, Veruca stands on the platform for the good and bad egg judging, and she's considered a bad egg, so she falls down the rubbish
0: bam Yeah, she's the bad egg. And then her dad,
1: following her, also stands on the same shoot and then he's a bad egg too, so he goes right, down. I love when Grandpa Joe says it's a, it's an educated educator.
0: Yeah. I love it. That's great. I, I really like... Um, the writers of, all of this songs, movie are brilliant. Out of all the songs, I do actually really like this I Want It Now yeah, song. I mean, I know the context is like, you know, she's being a brat and she's just making demands, but... I just love it. Like, lyrically, yeah. um, the sound of the song, like, <laughs> it's yeah. really catchy. Like. Yeah. Um, what else we got uh, in the factory? We've got the Wonka Mobile. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> and again, another example of like, wow, only four seats, including yeah. Wonka's driver's seat, but only four seats, only four people left. So, is that predetermined? Yeah. I, th- I, I th- like. The unless seat they so. have a whole bunch of other lined up behind like, them. Like, Wonka yeah. And they're like, oh, we only need the four-seater. Whatever. So, two
1: things I like about this. It, is filled with every single ginger soda pop that you could probably think of. That's what he says. He goes, ginger this, ginger this, and all this kind of soda. That leads to the catastrophic foam that comes later. But... It's that, but it's also the distance that it travels, <laughs> which they all point out afterwards Shouldn't we have walked? <laughs> it's literally 50 meters, if that. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if but...
0: God intended us to walk, He wouldn't have invented <laughs> roller skates. It's exactly
1: well, such a good line. Um, but anyway, so what happens? They fire it up, and then. Yeah, they all get covered. Oh, and stuff. This... I love the game. Like
0: They're freaking out. Well, Charlie and Grandpa Joe are just like, like What's oh, we're having mom? fun, whatever. <laughs> but Mike and his mum are like, they're like oh, losing their clothes yeah. and my bag and my shoes am I yeah. the foam that they used um, yeah. was from uh, just a basic fire extinguisher which actually was a potent skin irritant So a bit of trivia here the oh. actors were left with puffed up skin wow, and um, rashes eyes and stuff as well. like yeah, so in the they foam. actually needed us uh, several days to recover to stuff <laughs> jeez that's crazy <laughs> Cover a little bit, bit of medical treatment there the what's Wonka- a child
1: abuse I swear to god man it's bad movie <laughs> it's great the um moves through a random
0: Oh, like the Wonka Wash. Let's just call everything yeah. something... Like, wonka Wash. It's like the
1: Batcave, like the Wonka Wash. Yeah, and so it um, basically cleans them all yeah. off. I love it. obviously, meters. a
0: little bit of a camera trick there it just
1: comes through, and then there's like a clean one. Yeah, yeah. but it's like a, you can hear a stretching sound. Like... Yeah, it's very, very clever. And then last but not least, uh, Wonka Vision, which is a... It's basically like a... F- you know how television worked, or used to work,
0: anyway. So you take a photo of something, yeah. um, you send it up, and it becomes a signal, it becomes a digital signal, broken up into moving pieces, and then it gets sent to your television set. a
1: television, basically, uses Wonka
0: uses it. that concept to create a teleporting device. Yeah. But because it's a television-based teleporting device, it obviously makes whatever you teleport. Small. Small. Um, I guess the idea was more of an invention for logistical reasons, to send people right. chocolate, but of course you need to make a big one to send someone a chocolate bar yeah, for, yeah. for them to eat. But then Mike, obviously obsessed with television, wants to be the first kid sent by yeah. Wonka
1: Vision. <laughs> what is, and, what is um, and, and Wonka just says, Stop. Don't. <laughs> Come back! <laughs> That's fantastic. I think by that stage, it's just like I don't give a but, shit anymore. But something else happens, so Mike ends up tiny, teeny, tiny on the on the TV. Climbs out, and then um, Wonka sends him and his mum off, or she faints, and the Oompa Loompas drag, drag her off. But as he's walking over to the Oompa Loompas to tell him what <laughs> he's to do, the bag. yeah, he swings the bag. Yeah, it's not coming so... over because I tried to have the motion. There. <laughs> but yeah, he does. He swings the bag backwards and forwards, um, and so Mike and you can hear Mike in it. He's huh? like, ah! um, and then he says he whispers something into the pull up his ear and then he says, and I'll take full responsibility for anything that happens or something like that. And then the mum faints. And it's, it's, it's... I think
0: up until that point, because she's actually doing really well and before she faints anyway, yeah. out of all the parents, maybe it's because she's been conditioned now, all yeah. these other kids have been taken away, Yeah. that she's very accepted. She's just like, look, what do we do? Like, she puts him in a in a, in a bag, gives it to Wonka and all right, what? <laughs> like, what next? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's pretty much like just, okay, I'm just going to go with whatever happens next. Yeah. But then obviously it, it, it's a bit much and she faints. Yeah, she faints. <sighs> oh, that's, that's great. And that's the last kid taken out until... Until the end. Until Charlie. So we're, we've reached the end of the factory and essentially the end we of have. the movie. Yep. Yeah, it's funny how this all unfolds because, you know, you think, ah. Oh, Charlie's getting his lifetime supply chocolate. He's made it through all the, yep. the terrible <laughs> trials of Wonka, and then then it happens. We get well, we get Wonka's um, office where everything is cut in half. That's brilliant. Just by to the add way. to more of the Wonkerisms. But, but yeah, Grandpa Joe confronts Wonka. You know, what about the lifetime supply chocolate for Charlie? What's going on? Yep. Wonka's it, completely flipped. He's like he loses, loses clue. his clue. You know, he's mom. like. Nope, he doesn't get anything. He broke the
1: rules. Yeah. What do you mean? What rules? Uh, yeah. We didn't see any rules, did we, Charlie? That's yeah. my grandpa joke. And then what happens there is Wonka brings out the rules with a half, like a half page of rule and a half uh, magnifying glass, and reads it all. It's all there, black and white, black clear and, as crystal. crystal. And but he really lets loose and he says, "You know, good day, sir. Get out. Uh, get out of my face. A- good day." And apparently, proper proper. Apparently, anger. they didn't tell
0: Peter Ostrom that Willy Wonka would be screaming these lines. Obviously, had yeah, the script, you know, it was yeah. coming. But, yeah, they wanted a reaction from Charlie. Like, he was genuinely scared. Yeah. Although they focus more on Joe than Charlie. But anyway,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, but he's in the rooms, obviously. And yeah. He's still like, wow, what's going on?
1: Yeah.
0: But apparently, uh, Gene Wilder felt really bad about it because he wanted so bad to tell yeah. uh, Peter Ostrom that, you know, that it was going to happen. And then yeah. apparently they had to hug it out later. And he was like, I love you, kid. Oh. A nice fella. Um. So the test with the Everlasting Golf Star. Yeah. Sort of they leave, and you know, Grandpa Joe makes a remark of, like, you know, we'll, we'll go we'll see Slugworth. Yeah, we'll nah, get Screw out it, there's Wonka guy. Yeah. And Charlie's like, nah, nah. Puts the gobstopper down next to Wonka, and Wonka realizes that, yeah, Charlie's the one. Where yeah. we get the reveal of the twist Charlie's won the factory.
1: Slug- it to S- him. turns out Slugworth is actually working for Wonka and tried to convince them all to betray yeah. Wonka. I still Charlie's I can... the only one that... He's still creepy looking. Though. He's, He's still, still yeah. creepy. He doesn't start, talk, he just gives so. a star. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, the, uh, yeah, Willy, uh, Willy Wonka has a complete polar shift in attitude. Says you're the one. Come on, come along, and they jump into Charlie. You're the one. The Wonka which is fantastic. It's an elevator that can go this way, that way, up, down, backwards, <laughs> all forwards, over the place, <laughs> sideways. Uh, press that button. Boom! Out the out the roof they yeah. go, and they go into the sky. Yeah, which is crazy. And again, you can see the string, but that's fine. And then you've got uh, Willy Wonka finishes off the movie, and he tells Charlie a, a really a beautiful line. I think it's it's so amazing. I
0: mean, it speaks to it speaks to. I guess the, the bad message in this movie. There's yeah. so many good messages, you yeah. know, like, don't watch too much TV, don't yeah. chew gum, don't be a selfish brat, don't eat too much. Yeah. Um, but as long as you want something,
1: <laughs> you will get it. You will get it, yeah. And he said, well, what did he say? He says, don't forget what happened to the man suddenly got everything he ever wanted. He lived happily ever after. <laughs> it's like, terrible message. <laughs> it's a terrible message, <laughs> but a beautiful line because you see, at that point, you see the most genuine hug come from Gene Wilder and... Um, Peter Ostrom like it's just this little connection between the two of them it. and it's emotional yeah. and it's not drawn out at all it's just like slap in the face bang this is all yours mate is your f- Whoa. what about my family they yep. can move in Absolutely. get them in we're done it's like what No. the movie finishes no T's to cross no I's to die like yeah. done it's just like you're the one mate in
0: the original script the final line was supposed to be Grandpa Joe saying yippee you know Anakin Skywalker style oh. But they obviously changed it to having Wonka's dialogue be what you just said, you know, like yeah. Luke Happily Ever After. I think that was the final nail in the coffin for Roald Dahl to be peeved off. Because again, oh. that was a, a David Seltzer,
1: the screenwriter. It's a shame he though, because I thought that was a beautiful way to end yeah, it.
0: Yeah, didn't, I didn't mm. want that to... But yeah, no, like you like it. I like it. I like what it is. But Roald Dahl, not happy.
1: I thought um, it was worth it. Okay, well, what are you reckon? Holy crap, that we was covered. The movie. That movie. That's a, this is a long episode. Apologies, ladies and gentlemen. But now it is time to do our quiz. Brave. I'm telling you, I'm ready. You ready? I think you're going to absolutely kill this one. To be honest, I think you're going to get a ten. This might be the first ten. We uh, we like to uh, take turns in asking each other ten questions in sixty seconds. Yes. Um, today, I will be asking uh, young Jason a couple of things. All right, let's get ready to rock and roll. Three, two, one. Uh, what chocolate bar does Charlie eat before winning the actual ticket? Oh, A scrum the um, bar. Yes, it is. Um, what side of the face is Slugworth's scar? On the left. Correct, it is. What country did the fraud ticket come from? Oh, oh. Bolivia. Cor- incorrect, incorrect. <laughs> come back to it. Uh, what does Wonka use for an umbrella in the Candyland scene?
0: A mushroom.
1: Yes it is. Um what product does Subworth want to um them to steal? Uh Everlasting Gulpstopper. Yes. Uh, how many chocolate bars does Charlie open in the end? Two. Yes. Oh my God. How many songs in total? Six. No. Seven. No. Five. No. What nine. The colour Come of, on. The colour of Yeah, nine it is. Purple. Uh, colour of Wonka's coat. Yep. Colour of uh, Wonka's top hat. Brown. Yep, and what was the first flavour in the three course chewing gum? Oh, like, uh, roast beef. No. Tomato yeah. soup! Yes, <laughs> And that's it. And that's the end of that quiz as well. There goes the buzzer. What country
0: was that?
1: Far out, you did well. What country
0: was that? 9 you
1: out of 10. 10. We haven't had one like that before. Was it 9 out of 10 I got? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you didn't get any... Well, I mean, Oh, no, the songs? Songs, is a guess like a million. <laughs> so, um, but it's nine. Nine songs, but Paraguay. It's a casino, a casino owner from Paraguay. Mmm. Damn. <laughs> and yeah, the shot of him does look like sinister and criminal. <laughs> it looks like. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So, that's brilliant. Um, good work, mate. You right. do know this backwards and forwards. <sighs> Keep going. Ask <laughs> me more. <What's> <laughs> All right,
0: let's wrap this up with our rating yeah, of the cool.
1: movie. Copy that. So, this movie, I I think I said at the start, I hadn't seen it for like 20 years, probably. I reckon, realistically. Because I'm old. No um, <laughs> time for this. No time for this kind of crap. I totally forgot how awesome this movie was. So previously, before watching it today, I you know I thought it was very much a child orientated movie, but it is much more sophisticated than that. Mm. Darker, da- darker, and funnier, cl- just clever, clever, clever guy, yeah, really really good writing. Um, I actually have a new appreciation. So before it, today, I would have rated it maybe three the most. Yeah. Sure. From my understanding, maybe even less. I'd be like, eh, would it aged. It definitely is aged. Like, if you're talking effects wise and prop-wise and stuff. But um, this movie, at least, it's got to be a four. At least. Four out of five you're going with. Yeah, four out of five. I do love this
0: movie. guess um, this movie, I think, it's just... It's had something, it some sort of effect on me. Um, you were at my wedding, and this is something for the Correct. wide audience to know. Um, what we did with our wedding was um, we took different... Elements and things that both me and uh, my wife to be um, that we loved. Yeah. One of the things that we took, took from him. was Willy Wonka. We had like mm. a sign that told people to to sign <laughs> our, our guest book, and we used like a Wonka, <clears throat> um, like the contract we sort of typed a thing up to that style. Um, seeing so, you know, that we incorporated like that's how much this the movie sort of means to us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do love it. I love. The songs, except for Mrs. Bucket's song, <laughs> um, yeah, like the performances, the humor, the the weird darkness to it that I just I just I can't explain. Oh, yeah. I just don't understand why it's there, but it's part of it, and I wouldn't change it. It has dated though. Um, there's there's yeah. no line there. There's things that you know that you can see errors. You know you can see string. You know yeah. it's not a perfect movie. It's one that I thoroughly enjoy and love. Yeah. Um, but. Critically watching it, um, I'm coming in exactly where you are. It's a four out of five.
1: Yeah, nice no, one for me. Awesome. It's not a perfect movie at all, but I think I mean if you're going to watch it, for, for the reason I give my such a high score is even though it definitely doesn't look like a modern movie, it's more complex than a lot of modern movies. It is really smart, um, um, and so people can really enjoy it now even and with I think, the later view.
0: Although I said you know things about it were uh, dated, overall though it is still such a timeless. Yeah. Thing, Even though there are things in there that, you know, have have dated it and stuff like that. But I think that's more on a production side, it's it's, it's dated. But I think the world and, you know, the characters and the dialogue and stuff, all, all the stuff that comes through there, like,
1: yeah.
0: all of that seems timeless. Mm. Like, it's just as clever and funny now as it was 20 years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Probably 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, but not perfect at all. Four out of five. So that was our Rewind to
1: 1971,
0: Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory.
1: That's right. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rewind and Review. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is available on DVD and Uh, (laughs) Blu-ray. Just just go out and buy it. (laughs) If you want to buy it, if you haven't already (laughs) seen it. uh, The Roald Dahl book, um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, is uh, also available in book form. Go out and buy it. We (laughs) do not receive kickbacks or any retainers (laughs) for any of these, but okay. As always, we'll remind you that any feedback, either positive or negative, uh, or any rewind requests can be sent to us via email at thatfilmstewpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on
0: either that FilmStrew or Rewind and Review's Facebook pages. Yeah. Like and follow these pages whilst you're at it.
1: Absolutely. Subscribe and leave us a review on Soundclade, SoundCloud even. Um, and iTunes, as it does help others like yourself find the podcast. That
0: Film you has launched their new website. New it, website! All the latest shows are on there with the backlog
1: of older episodes. What's the address? com. Nice and simple. Absolutely. Now, being 2019, we're gearing up to get through a bunch of movies that are celebrating the 20th anniversary. We're going to kick these off with The Matrix. woo 20 years old. Um, so that will be our next episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for listening. This has been
0: another Rewind and Review. See you on our next trip.
1: See ya! Please rewind this cassette before returning it to your video library.
0: So since acquiring the Willy Wonka candy company brand. Sorry. (laughs) Are you all right? Yeah. All right. did you break? Since (laughs) bit.